welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, federal retirees, annuitants, wherever you are in your career, wherever you are listening to this, welcome. It is great to be back. Great talking to you again this week. So this week I'm addressing a question that I hear all the time. On my website, I have a spot where employees, where retirees can put questions and this question comes through all the time. And that is to do with paying off your mortgage with your TSP. So this is generally what happens, where over the course of someone's career, obviously they're saving into their TSP, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. And then oftentimes when people retire, when a federal employee retires, two things happen. First, they generally, they might have a mortgage still, right? And maybe they start, they paid decent amount of it off already, but they generally have a pretty good amount in their TSP. So their question is, hey, I'm retiring. I really would like to get rid of my mortgage in retirement. Is it a good idea? Look, I have all these savings in my TSP. Is it a good idea just to pull that out, get rid of my mortgage and have no debt in retirement? That's kind of their mindset of like, is that the best thing to do? And before you do that, before you take a dollar out of your TSP and put it towards your mortgage, especially at the beginning of retirement or whenever, make sure you understand the ramifications of doing that. Oftentimes, when people ask me this question, I say, probably not, meaning it probably does not make sense to do this. Sometimes it might, sometimes it just might, but make sure you watch this whole thing to the end, listen to the whole thing to the end, where I might share a strategy that might actually work a lot better than just taking a lump sum out and paying it off. So. Let's dig right in. I have my handy dandy notebook with a few notes, a few numbers of an example to make sure that you understand what can happen if you do this wrong, okay? So let's get right into it. Okay, so first of all, if you are under 59 and a half, if you have not reached yet 59 and a half, whether you're working or not working, be very, very careful before you touch your TSP. Often there are penalties, there are lots of things that you have to pay if you touch your retirement accounts, because that's what the TSP is meant to be, is to pay for your retirement. And the government says, hey, 59 and a half is the age where if you take it, take money out before that, you can get a penalty. And it's close to 20%, it, it's a doozy, oftentimes. So, make sure you know what you're getting into before you do that. Okay, so assuming you're after 59 and a half, you're older than 59 and a half. Okay, so the first thing to consider is taxes. When it comes to planning for retirement, planning for life, whatever it is, taxes is one of the biggest considerations that you have to take into account. Okay, so when it comes to the Roth TSP, I've talked about this a number of times in different videos, but the reason the Roth TSP is so valuable is that in retirement you can take it out tax-free. So if you have a Roth TSP, you can technically take money out of that account and not pay a dime in taxes, assuming you meet all the qualifications, right? But 
The one downside of taking a huge lump sum out of your raw TSP is that over time, it's not in there growing. So that's the one aspect of the raw TSP, right? You're not paying taxes, which is awesome, but it's not in there growing. So depending on your retirement goals, make sure you kind of think through the long-term ramifications. Let's say you take 50 grand out of your Roth TSP. How much is it not growing because you took it out today? Let's say you left it in there for another 10 years. How much would it have grown during that time? So that's the one thing to think about with the Roth TSP. Okay, but now when it comes to the traditional TSP, the side that most retirees, most federal employees put their money into is the traditional side where when you put the money in, it's a tax deduction where you pay less in taxes during those years. But when you take the money out, it is taxable income and it is not capital gains where if you go and just invest in a brokerage account somewhere, a non-retirement account, and you earn money in that account, meaning let's say you buy Apple stock, you buy it at $20 a share. I know it's a lot more than that, but just easy example. You buy Apple stock at $20 a share, and then let's say three years later, you sell it for $40 a share. You'd pay capital gains tax rates on that gain, meaning you're actually gonna pay less taxes than you would if you took that same gain out of, let's say, a TSP, okay? So when you take money on the traditional side, it is just added into your taxable income as if you would have earned that at a job or anything else. So that's kind of how it is taxed. So, oh yes, before I forget. So there's a huge thing that you have to consider is that the TSP and even a 401k, if you have one of those as well, when you request a withdrawal, when you tell the TSP, you say, hey, I want X amount of money coming out to me, right? They are required to withhold 20% of that money for taxes, okay? So let's say you, you know, request $100,000. Say, hey, send me a check for $100,000 for my traditional TSP. They will send you a check for $80,000. And that $20,000, where does it go? Straight to the IRS. It doesn't mean that you're actually going to owe 20% in taxes. You may actually owe more or less, it, it doesn't mean anything other than they are required to make sure that the IRS gets part of that money. And then when you file your tax return, you'll figure out exactly how much that, of that you owe and the IRS, IRS might send it some back and it might work something like that. But just so you know, 20% is going to go straight to the IRS so you know how much you'll actually have to request to get the number that you want. Okay, so let's jump right into an example. Let's say a couple has newly retired and they have a mortgage of about $250,000, right? They have about $500,000 in their TSP. And they say, hey, we want to get rid of our mortgage. We'll still have decent amount in our TSP. We're cool with that. We've got lots of income. We're good. We just don't want any debt in retirement. So they go to the TSP to say, hey, we want $250,000 out of our TSP. What happens? The TSP sends them a check for only $200,000. They say, hey, where did that $50,000 go? They call up the TSP. They say, hey, there's a 20% withholding. Go straight to the IRS. They're like, okay, now that we know that, okay, how much do we need? How much more do we need to pay off our house? They say, okay, now that we know about the 20% withholding, let's request $62,500. And after they take 20% off, 
that'll be another $50,000, we'll be able to pay off our house completely. Now, a couple things happen. First, so, because they took out about 300 some thousand dollars out of their TSP, that gets added into their taxable income. So let's say they had, let's say $80,000 in other taxable income, whether it's Social Security, part of their pension, maybe they had a military retirement, something, the other taxable income, they had about $80,000 there. So you add those two things together. What is about $320,000 they took out of their TSP plus the $80,000, so about $400,000-ish, rough numbers, of taxable income. Now you take the standard deduction. If they have any other deductions, they take those out as well. And you're left with a huge amount of taxable income. Before, they were probably about in the 12% tax bracket, right? But after that distribution, probably about the 32% tax bracket. And if you do all the math, their effective tax rate for all that money that they took out of the TSP is probably right around 20%. And what that means is about $75,000 for that year, for that distribution, is going to go to the IRS permanently, right? That's, that's what they're going to owe in taxes that year on that money. $75,000 to the IRS to pay off their home. Now, obviously, it's a terrible thing to pay that much in taxes, but the worst thing, in my opinion, about all of this is the second big thing that comes into play, and that's opportunity cost. And I mentioned this with the Roth TSP, and that is by taking out money of your traditional TSP, you not only pay taxes on it, but you also do not let it sit there and grow more over time. So yes, you took you know, 300 some thousand dollars out of your TSP, you don't have a mortgage anymore, which is awesome, but how much would, have that, would that account have grown to if you let it grow for another 10 years, another 15 years, another 20 years? How much would you have earned because you let it be? Now someone I'm sure will say, hey, well, they don't have a mortgage anymore, they're gonna save a ton of money on interest, right? I'm like, yeah, that's totally true, right? Over, let's say they had another 15 years on their mortgage. On a $250,000 house, let's say they would have saved $100,000 in interest, right? So they did not have to pay that, right? They saved that over 15 years, right? But to save that money in interest, they had to pay $75,000 extra in taxes in that year. So today, to save that money over 15 years, right? And not only that, but they don't have that 300 some thousand dollars in their TSP to grow over those 15 years. If they would have invested simply in the G fund with that money, the simplest, the most conservative investment in the TSP, which is guaranteed, right? It's, it's, there's no risk, guaranteed. And over the last 10 years, it's about 2.2% they would have earned at least $100,000, right? And not had to pay $75,000 in tax. So as you can see, the numbers don't add up really, really quickly in this situation when you think about taxes and the opportunity costs and all those things. Now, all that being said, I am not saying that it never, ever, ever makes sense to take money out of your TSP to pay off part of your home. Sometimes it does. One strategy that may make sense, I'm not saying it does all the time, but may, is to say, okay, we're retiring, right? We're retiring, we wanna pay off our home early. 
But what does that mean? What's the best strategy without paying huge amounts in taxes from your traditional TSP? So you say, okay, what should we do? So let's say you retire and your taxable income comes down a little bit, right? You have your pension and other things, but you're not, you don't have quite as much income as you did while you were working. You say, okay, how much wiggle room do we have in our tax bracket? Let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket, right? How much more income can you earn before you get bumped up into the next one, right? Let's say $10,000, $15,000, whatever it is, right? And let's say, okay, what if I take that amount of money out of my traditional TSP and to pay off my home? If, if paying off your home makes sense for you and your plan early, right? Assuming that does. Then by doing that, you don't get bumped up into a higher tax bracket. You get to pay off some of your home and you slowly over time, you do that every year and you pay off your home a lot earlier without getting killed in taxes. So that may or may not make sense for you depending on what tax bracket you're in and what your you know, mortgage, mortgage interest is and all those things. There's tons of factors, but that may be a strategy that actually makes sense financially when you add up all the numbers. Is year by year, look at your tax bracket. How much wiggle room do you have till the next one? And taking that amount out of your TSP and paying off your home. If that makes sense for you, if that's something that is important to you. Some retirees that I work with, they say, hey, no, I'm fine with my mortgage. I have enough income to support it. I don't want to take a huge chunk of anything to pay it off. I'm good. Let's just let's do it how we're planned, right? And that's totally okay. You have to see in your plan what works financially, but also emotionally, and what you want, what your goals are, and what you're comfortable with. Some people just aren't comfortable with having a mortgage in retirement. That's okay. You just have to make sure it works numbers-wise as well. Okay, I hope this was helpful. I hope this is a conversation that helps you approach the situation in a better way. And like I said, there is no perfect answer for everyone. But I hope this does shed some light on what things actually might look like if you try to pay off your home with your TSP. Okay, have a great rest of your day and I'll see you soon. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.